welcome into the 2024 Oak and Steel Podcast. How are we doing, Mr. Sutter? Oh, I am tired, but I'm good. <laughs> Michael Cleary here with you uh, in the Moundsview Roasters studio. Matt's at home in his office, the first two construction basement bungalow. That's right. Uh, we are, we're here. I got to say, this is the first time I've been out of the house for a few days. Uh, we've uh, we've enjoyed a, a sick uh, start to 2024 in the Cleary household, so I'm excited to be out of the house and uh, chatting with my cousin and dear friend, Mr. Matthew Sutter. That's right. We're in the new year, everybody. Little coffee cheers. Yeah. Um. Uh, not to uh, not to bring up a bad subject right off the bat, but my coffee cup has suffered damage. Uh oh. I got to show you without spilling on the. Oh. Got a chip. You watch yourself. Right there on the on the drinking brim, I got a chip. Now, do you little stick mustache, it out? Little, little mustache grabber. Yeah, kind of. Do you sand it? Do you just stick it out? Do you go get a new one? I've already been threatened about a new one. I'm like, no, I can't. It still I holds coffee. Got, I think you need to uh, start planning for the future, Mr. Sutter. Oh, uh, don't. I think I'm getting rid of that thing. Don't I don't come mess at me. With, I don't mess around with ceramics and broken edges. For the new listeners this year, we have... We, we uh, covered an extensive topic about your coffee cup last year, and whether you wash it or not. I'm a non-washer. I mean, if it's if it's building up on the end, maybe. But I mean, I could help you out with a new one here. Yeah, <laughs> I got a couple of these bad boys left. Oh. If you want to rep the brand, yeah, I am drinking some Mounds Food coffee. Woo! Right here in my cup. Mike, the, the whole top, the whole, what are you guys, the city of Fitchburg? Is that what you guys are? That's right. The city of Fitchburg is just going to have no fires when, once we get the, the mounds view in the firehouse. Man, we don't have Station any now. two or one. What do we got? Two and three might two have three. this coffee coming to you for sample and maybe for future purchase. We'll just see. Just tell me what I, tell me what, just get me in the, get me in the door. Get me in the door. Well, Jump on in on that. Let's tell us tell us a little bit about your coffee, Mike. What are you doing for the new year? I do have a new coffee coming out. Uh, it's one that I've done in the past, but I kind of just just pulled back the reins a little bit over the last few years on what I was offering. But I have a Honduran coffee, and I have had pretty good luck with that coffee. So I'll be firing that off here in the next. I don't know. Maybe I'll roast some up today. We'll see. See if I get a, get a little wild. <laughs> But yeah, otherwise it's been, uh, I think the, my personal favorite's always been lakefront living, but I, I dabbled in the, the cabin fever and the, the espresso a little bit. And I was not a mad, I was not mad about how that was turning out. Yeah. I like it light. Yep. Tasteful, but light. Well, so with, with the espresso, you hear espresso and you think like, I'm just going to get jacked with caffeine. And it's actually a pretty, if you, I mean, you grind it differently when you do espresso versus just like a auto drip coffee maker deal. Um, but it's a pretty good just morning cup of coffee. Like there's, it's nothing jazzy about it. It's an easy drinker. Nothing's going to bite you in the mouth. Like it's pretty, I so I, I actually find myself leaning into that once in a while too. Well, it's pretty handy when you're the coffee roaster to right. uh, run to the gamut on, on what you want. Right. Yeah. Getting high on my own supply. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the fact that we're out on the farm every day and how happy you are. Yes. This is the official start of however many weeks of constant straight work out at the at the shop, which is out at the farm in my happy place. And it's got me running, running long nights already, trying to get it all done. But um, I'm excited to get started on a client build next week. It's everything I've been getting ready for. I bought everything. I still have some stuff coming in the mail, but I don't need any more stuff. I just need to just get started. I'm saying it here. I'm declaring it now. Just need to get building some something so what are you starting like i guess when you start a project like that how do you go about like what's the first thing you're doing you already bought like sans buying stuff you already bought everything what is the first thing you do when you look at a project like that as far as like the build out yeah last 
couple of weeks ago, I got all the lumber loaded in the shop. So it's had time to just sit and, and chill out from the space it's lived in for who knows into my shop. So it should be, it just adds to some stability with the, with the material. And now I take that rough pile of lumber and start cutting it into pieces and labeling. And then it's the whole milling process from rough to finished part. Um, and at the end of it, I'll have parts and I just start assembling, right? But I need to face join it. I need to get everything flat and square. And then that just takes time. And there's a process because wood still moves and you release all this grain tension. So there's a, there's a process over the next week to, to get that going. And, and you just got to go with however long that takes. You can't rush that process. That's for sure. So do you start on like the top because that's the most labor intensive or do you start on the, like the frame of it? Um, I'm going to start with frame parts and legs. Um, for our listening audience, there's no visual <laughs> visual aid here, but it is a like TV entertainment center with the dog kennel thing going on. Um, but the client wanted a little bit nicer elements to it. Um, nice barn door slide rails for the doors, um, square bar and some not custom dimension center drawers, but drawers in the middle to fulfill their need with their AV equipment. And, um, trying to think of what else one other thing i don't know it's it's definitely more than something you can just buy in wayfair did you already um, drop a uh like a finished sample for them at all so they can pick out how they want it finished no one of those pieces will come off the line so to speak um next week so i can i can do that and i'll know what i have extra after i start labeling all my parts so tomorrow's the or tomorrow next week's the kind of the same mentality you approach, right? I'm, I'm making all the parts. So I get all the parts on the table and then, then I start assembly and assembly comes in its own process too, but it's just, it's full on wood shop next week. No more farting around with sweeping the floor and all this other stuff. I've and been laser, doing. Laser in for your cousin. Talk yeah. about the laser piece. I, so I, if, uh, if you didn't see on Matt's uh, story this week, he, uh, we polished up some just some knockouts that we had from um, water jetting, and he, I, we did, a, I did a I, we, I, the royal we, um, we did a the 180 finish, and the then we did a 180 finish with the Eastwood polishing wheel. Um, it's got more of like a Scotch Bright wheel to it, so then it really buffs it. It's more of a buffing versus like a sanding piece, and so I. Don't know did, which one did you throw through for that logo that you did? That one, the double polished or okay or whatever. Yeah, so we were just trying. I'm just trying to get an idea of which finish would be the best look. Obviously, you would think the the polished finish is probably going to be the best, but so anyways, Matt uh, threw some stuff together for me. Talk about your your lasering, sir. Yeah, so I have a, a ten watt for now, a ten watt laser, and that. That did this piece of stainless very nicely. Um, ran a test grid on one half. I don't know what it is. I think like a three by six piece. I ran a test grid on one and got my feeds and speeds and and all the settings dialed in and did my logo on the other side. Pretty pretty happy with it. I was surprised the, that my little laser did did this good of a job. What's the setup time, runtime kind of stuff when you're farting around with that stuff? I, obviously, I think you're, I wouldn't call you a noob, but you're newer to the, the lasering world. So, how, I mean, how long does it take you to do something like that? Um, the test grid took me 10, 15 minutes to set up. And, and really, if I was better prepared, like pre-arrival at the shop, I could have just showed up with the grid ready to go, put it in there and, and made it happen. Uh, but I had to kind of do some R and D and 
and figure out the test grid thing first and then running it's just runtime really i think the test grid ran like 12 minutes and or 10 minutes and my logo ran upwards of 15 that's not bad but yeah that's where final setup of the shop is is key because that's 10 15 minutes i can go do something else your next your other employee as i like to say keith and i were talking about that one time and why uh i'm such a big for what we do is such a big proponent of cnc is it's a that's a free employee basically if you once you get it get moving and get good at putting things in and out of that thing yeah and that's i mean i'm i'm not a full-on laser shop by any means but um it's definitely part of my offerings and i can just keep going with a little bit of everything going on out there in a small space so um yeah we'll see where that goes and and uh we'll see where it goes for yourself with with this product but pretty happy with it and i'll drop it off here next week and put that paperweight right there on your desk can't wait <laughs> so you and keith are gonna have to have uh based on what i was seeing on his instagram you guys are gonna have to have like a laser off well he can have the east coast market that's fine there you go i'll stick here in the middle i can i have i have more region but less people here in the midwest I was doing, uh, actually put it up on the wall behind me, but um, I was doing just a, a map of the United States of all the people that I've kind of connected with through my coffee roaster sales thing. Yeah, nice. Uh, I have no, like I didn't even realize it until I started looking and like my, like I'm just pepper in the East Coast. Like there's just <laughs> so many people along the East Coast. It's uh, it's pretty wild that there's, I mean, there's obviously the coasts are going to have more folks on it. And um, I don't know that the East coast has really been tapped for the roasting stuff as much as like the West coast has kind of got a, a competitor that lives out that way. So it's, mm. there's a couple of competitors out that way. So I think the East coast is a little more up for grabs. Well, there is a lot more people out there, which is why Keith is maybe not the happiest guy in the world. He's happy, but. A little too dense population wise. Yeah, it just you know needs some open air. Come out to the Midwest, Keith. Yeah. Speaking of of Keith, he uh, he called me out a little bit on his, on his show. Yeah, let's talk about that. Well, I, I guess so. We're we're talking about make what you fear uh, from the Work Enhanced podcast. If if you're, I would assume that you're if you're listening to us, you're probably already listening to that show. But there's a chance maybe maybe we've got your ear and they don't yet. But uh, Matt, talk about what this challenge is. We've referenced it a few times on our show, but talk about just in case somebody's new to listening, um, what it is make what you fear. Yeah, so this is the third year that they're doing this challenge. It's just a, a social challenge. There's no, there's some reward in the end. You get some sponsored product that they have, but um, it's not making something you're scared of it's just challenging people who make stuff uh as a hobby or professionally it doesn't matter um to get out of your your comfort zone and just push you they just give you prompts to push you um so the first year it was you had to make something out of uh um something you don't normally work with. So I work with wood. I had to make something completely different, leather, metal, whatever. I, they give you a urinal. (laughs) Right. So the first year, uh, I carved a urinal out of a granite stone for my shop. I did pretty good with that. I did. I did. All right. Uh, put me on the board with a lot of the people with the guy with the urinal. Yeah. Um, I don't think you'll ever get out from under that, by the way. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, last year was like a sports related thing. So a lot of people made um, it, put them back in their element a little bit. Maybe people utilize some of their normal routine, but made a sports related element this year. Uh, they always announce it here in the first week of January. So this year's first announcement was um, 
help me, Mike. <laughs> I just talked oh, about all that and I lost. Yeah, I yeah. lost so it. It's it has something to do with like I don't I don't think it's so much about. I think the goal would be to work outside of your normal, but it's more or less to do something that you haven't been able to. Like maybe you didn't go well the first time you did it, or or you're outside of your your normal routine. Yes. Um. There was another piece to it too, but those are like the main parts of it. Yes. So, Mike has recently joined this conversation group, and and he was been called out as as a, a challenge to participate. Oh, I have a I have a, a like a a funny video that I'm gonna get out there eventually to Keith about this. <laughs> Are you going to participate? We have three months. Well, so I'm going to, it's not me thumbing my nose, but it's going to be, it's going to be kind of, it's going to be me being a little, little sarcastic. All You'll right. see. Uh, that's good. That's working good. outside my, working outside my, my medium. Gotcha. <laughs> so yes, Keith and Tony, uh, Tony from Woodland Iron and Keith from Blackthorn Concepts, they are the Working Hands podcast and they, they are going to be promoting this for the next three months. Do you do you have anything in your holstered up ready to, to, to go that you're thinking of or are you still chewing on it? No. I have it. It's ready. I it's not a secret. Um I just I wasn't Keith's gonna yell at me for this too, because he everybody's like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. He's like, we've been you know what's coming. We've been talking about it all year. So my, I'll make the announcement here. I'll, I'm going to debut it next week too, but here's my official announcement. Part of the milling thing that I got going on, for one, two, I'm already making this or morphing this into a client design build that I have coming up. But here's the problem. I don't have any budget for that project i don't even have a final design for that project but i have this idea that i was trying to present so here we go i have cookies slab cookies that are that crack there's no way you're gonna go about a cookie not cracking so i have some elm cookies that are really separated all those rings or all those little pocket rings are all separated the the cookie dried out and those pieces all separated i'm gonna put them together like a puzzle i'm gonna melt metal soft metals Uh in a in a furnace and pour the soft metals into that cookie and make a, a solid surface nice um so that's my ambition for the next three months. Are to we get... changing the name of the show to Elm and Steel then? Or what are we <laughs> doing? Elm and Aluminum? How is this going? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go because I have uh, two years ago, maybe, for some reason on Marketplace, this this free, um, free furnace popped up. This kid made it. Out of, at, as some sort of a school project or I don't know, he's an engineer or something. I don't know. Um, took a trash can and, and filled it with concrete and has like a, a hollow in the middle and, and a, and a, a pipe to, you know, furnace it. And so it's, it's not going to be a, a, a fuel like LP fueled furnace. It's going to be like probably charcoal lump coal or, or Coke and the blast, uh, like a, he put like a uh, a hair dryer mm-hmm. to get it, you know, the air movement. So yeah, we're gonna be doing some smelting. No, that's not right. I don't know. I don't even know all the terms for well, melting I think, metal I think and blacksmithing. I think you know a guy. You know a guy that might be able to help you out with some of those terms. I know Tony, right? That's yeah. it's his game, isn't it? A little it bit. Is. He he just he just smashes it, right? He, he doesn't does. necessarily do this stuff. Yeah. So. I'm playing with fire, melting soft metals, and pouring it into wood. That's, that's and then coming out with a finished product yeah. in three months, which that that's why I'm so hesitant because next Monday on the 8th, I'm starting work for a client. <laughs> and now yeah. I need to try to fit this in. Like, 
a timing is everything. And I know I should have just pushed this client build off maybe and just waited. But I'm going to execute. Get it done. Get it done. Yep. So follow along on this little saga. Hope yeah. I don't burn anything down. Right? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Grandpa will be out there right alongside you probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, as soon as this, they started talking about it, I'm like, I do not know what I would even do. So we'll, we'll kick the can a little bit and see if I would come up with anything and they can, uh, Keith can lay into me if I don't get anything to the finish line, but I'll, uh, I'll at least have a, at least a funny video out of this thing. Hopefully here's the deal. I don't get any, I don't get any benefit from, from you participating in this, but I can push you. <laughs> yeah. And here's the deal. Just do something, Mike, just get mm-hmm. started. Cause that's, I, the first year I wanted to participate and I was a loyal listener and I had no idea that I was going to, in the end of three months or four, I think it was like four months, four months is what they were saying. I was going to make a, a stone urinal out of a piece of granite rock out of a landscaper's pile like that. It, that had no idea, but something just kind of got to me and my mind just started going with it and built confidence with that and executed. So it doesn't have to be that scale. But it'll come to you. Just think about it and let some seeds fester and grow and just do something. You got to participate in, in one way or the other. Yeah. Well, they didn't, say, they didn't say I couldn't use my, they did say I couldn't use the tools that I, the, the things that I typically use. Right? Right. Okay. Maybe I'll even get a little welding in with it there if I go. finally do the thing I want to do. So that's the only thing that's really been in my head is the is the putter. Yeah. At least I, maybe a part of it. Maybe you won't be able to execute the whole start to finish, but maybe. Oh, I can get the whole thing done, mister. Okay. All right. I, don't let me hold you back. Yeah. I, I just heard about your new welder coming in the door from the big yeah, office. Yeah, I was going to ask. There. So I, can, I t- can I take a minute? I've never, I don't know my rear end from a hole in the ground when it comes to welding, but. I know what it should look like when it's done, but we got this dad, dad got on this kick and I've seen these videos on like, you'll see them all the time on Facebook. And I think it's more of like a Chinese style of welder, I guess is what you'd call it. But it's, it's a laser and it's run, you know, typically when you do um, like TIG welding with stainless steel, um, it's you use the gas argon. Well, this laser uses nitrogen, I guess. And you don't have to, it's a single hand thing. I think it's like, I don't know if it's just like a wire feed situation of how they get the actual, I don't think, I think it's a, all you do is just kind of have this like laser gun and you just drag it along at a constant rate and it just feeds whatever, you know, um, filler rod or whatever they use for the wire in there. Um, And it just makes a nice bead the whole way through. You, You see it all the time on like the little, facebook videos that they'll ca- try to catch you i'm, I'm sure yeah. you get that stuff too yeah uh, so yeah i i'm excited to try it and if that makes it easier for me to at least get a get something done i don't know that it's going to work for a putter but at least if i can start learning how to use this thing then i think you can even cut things out with this little laser thing hmm. who was dad you dad got your ear then when you were here i don't know how we got talking about it but yeah he, he was telling me about it I said, well, so he, this isn't like the tombstone Lincoln welder that's in the dirt in the shed that I use. He said, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, he uh, he heard that. So I'm sure he, he wanted to flex a little muscle to you because he heard from your old man that that we do the podcast and that your dad listens. So oh yeah, I don't think you'll ever get my dad listening to this though. Uh, that's fine. Too cool for school. What He's did busy. I saw? What's that? He was busy yesterday. He was computering something and, you know, just busy doing what he does. Yeah. I was just going to pull up your old man's Facebook here and see what was he listening to last night. I saw we had uh, an announcement. Oops. Oh, yeah. Did you see it? No. Are you Facebook friends with him yet? Uh, should be. I don't know. Little John Mellencamp, it looks like. Oh, that a boy. <laughs> I wonder if it was CD version. 
Uh, he's got, I don't know, he's got some details in here, but I didn't dig into it. I don't know. <laughs> I just like when he sees I'll, I'll catch up with him here in a little bit. Yeah, he's his Friday night music drops. <laughs> DJ Mitch. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I'm kicking off the new, the new year. Well, apparently right. I'm going to be doing this challenge. Well, yeah, but you got you got work lined up. So we do it uh, for the most part. Um, the Kartner. Did you go over and see the Kartner at all when you're here? I did not. No. Um, we did a little bit with that pipe to try to thread that pipe, and then it was just time to go. Yeah. After you mangled her. Hopefully, Ross had a successful day. Yeah. Getting the rest of that pipe out of that die. <laughs> well, it's pro- knowing how this place operates, I'm guessing that thing, if I go, where was it, over in the other building or in this one? It was in that one. So I bet if I go walk around a little bit, I might find the setup somewhere. That's yeah. my guess. You might. They, uh, things things seem to be, projects usually get started and then they get to stay where they're at for until Michael goes and cleans them up. I can tell you one thing you need, Mike. You need some extension cords because it took us a minute just to find power. Really? Yeah. For a while there, I felt like we had them everywhere. I, I got a couple out in my roasting area, but maybe I hoard, I'm hoarding them. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they... I'll tell you one thing too. The when you got a little slap on the wrist from your your fellow friends in the Mount yeah. Hood department for 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 our plugins that styles that we had made. Yeah, we we made uh, the cords were just a little short, so we I see. cannibalized a couple old uh, extension cords and made ourselves a longer cord. Yeah, but they got a little. They told me that's a no no, especially when you daisy chain them. That's right. That's the biggest thing. Well, tell me why, Mister Firefighter. Why can't I daisy chain them and get a little spark? Uh, well, we enforce the law, and the UL listings doesn't recommend it, so that's all we enforce based on draw and usage and overloading the component. Well, so I haven't been privy to this yet, but we've gotten some notes back. We've gotten some feedback from the fire department. And what when you give those notes out, if you come back and they're not changed, does anything happen, or is it just like you just supply like something to the insurance company saying these yahoos aren't listening to us? So if something happens, or does nothing? Is it just really just trying to promote safety, and that's the end game, and there's nothing that really happens? There's an enforcement level. I mean, it could lead to citation if you don't really correct it. Yeah, because sure. it's part of it's part of our inspection code, which is part of the state code, which is all, you know, that's, that's what we're enforcing. Have you ever had to lay the hammer on anybody for that? Oh yeah. You have? Yeah. 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 Usually the boots on the ground that are doing the routine inspections, usually it goes up higher from us from there, but sure. Yeah. You could, we've we've corrected. I I've corrected uh, all of the ones that I know about from the last visit. So we're okay for now. Uh, right. I mean, let's be honest. It's it's just some housekeeping stuff, right? Maybe it's inconvenient at the time, but all stuff that wasn't too bad and just need to get done, maybe. Yeah. There's yeah. there's maybe one more little dollop that needs to get done, but there's that's that's more of an electrician's game than than mine. Yeah, that's where you know, me personally, that's where I'll I'll provide the importance, but allow for the flexibility like if if like because people move in these spaces and they're not designed for that space right um and if they're if the building isn't designed for it well then we have a bigger problem you shouldn't even been you know why are you there yeah exactly and that's that's more of a municipal issue but um as far as you developing yourself into that space yeah just things just need to Come along as they need to with electrical service, plumbing service, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's so funny that so Dad's had this building for, I but I'd say thirty years now. Um, he, I mean, in different capacities, and it's been different things over the years. Like yeah. for the for the most part, it was um, it was during the it was like his machine control specialist business. And then there's been times where there was a karate shop in this side. And then there's uh there was a, 
a gun shop in here. There yeah. was just all sorts of stuff. And it's funny to see the firefighters come through and just like, they're like, oh, I remember this being this and this. And like, you could just see that the ones that have been here for a little while and done it. And they're like, it's all, it's never the same here. Never. Yeah. Which again, it will be, it will not be the same the next time that they come in because the roasting room is bigger. Yeah. That room looks pretty, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that room. So I, uh, I feel like that will, that room will stay on the up and up for, for a long time. That's where the chairs are, and that's where you'll hang out when you get people coming to hang out. Uh, I think so. Like I, that's going to turn into more. I mean, I've got another roasting company that's going to come use some of that space, and so I got to get that a little more dialed in. I start. I'm starting to kind of get my head wrapped around how I want this thing to look out there. But the room upstairs is the one that I, I really want to get after. So like when you know Christmas time hits, it's like slow it down, slow it down. But as soon as the, you know, I'm not a big New Year's guy, but I was primed. I was, Tuesday came and I was like, let's go. I was fired. <laughs> I was ready to work. And then? Because um, I'd been off for a few days and didn't feel like we had really gotten much done. So, you know, me, I that's not really in my, yep. how I roll. Well, the brakes got put on and the wind in the sails got hit pretty hard this week. So I just got to get back in there and get the, get the blood, the juices going. But that upstairs is going to turn into something here pretty soon. Can that be my make what I what I fear is the need to finish this dang room for once? <laughs> uh, Probably not. It's a little broad. We need a product, sir. It's usually revolves around a product, yes, or a final finished piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I one of these times you're going to pop the camera on here and you're going to see and it's going to be it's not going to be sitting with a whiteboard behind me. It's going to be <laughs> up in this bougie room. I'll have to I'll have to take a look up there next week before you before you get into it to see what remnants of the old room that I built in the movie theater that I built up there. Yeah. Well, if you were so busy, I'd have you come help me. Sorry, I got to make what you fear. Yep. Client take, work taking up my free time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, so yeah, we're, we're we're getting there. Then as soon as that Cartner gets out the door it's uh it's gonna be k cup time and and then it'll get a little it'll get a little interesting as far as what we take on i don't know if we'll it kind of just depends on how things lay out for this our big customer if they kind of keep status quo then we're gonna have to do a little bit of pivoting and personally i wanted i've told you this before i think i want to design some new machines that would be offerings for smaller companies i mean i've reached we have a con we have a contact in china and they they handle a lot of stuff over there for packaging, and they do it pretty cheap. Um, so it's hard to it's hard to compete with that. And sometimes it's nice to just sell other people's stuff. Yeah. But we'll see. I I do enjoy the the making of the machines, and then it's just I don't know. I feel proud of what we do when we get it from when it comes in. And it's it's just round stock and flat stock, and all of a sudden you got a. 16 foot machine by the end of your under your time and it's spitting out cups faster than you can blink no absolutely absolutely that's um part of the fun next week is their enjoyment is taking this rough pile of lumber into a finished product and part of it's my own design it is my own design i designed it 100 percent. i mean hold on Got the battle Royale morning, there. The morning battle royale from the the Sutter pups. So yeah, he's. We were just talking about before we got on the show here that uh, if they've gotten their, they, you know, when you got a pair of dogs, it's pretty much, and they're a little bit younger maybe yet. That every morning is going to be WrestleMania for at least fifteen minutes or until they're out back. Yeah, that's for sure. Um. Anyway, that that would you know, turning it from a rough pile into a, a, my design is, is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. With minimal I was, failure. I was chewing on something and it's kind of a hatch type conversation, but it's, it's, and I know we've kind of talked about like, why do you do this? But it, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard some things like just on social media, I, like being in business, like a lot of my algorithm, I think pulls through, other people in business that are talking or talking heads of business. And 
there was, I don't know, it was something about, like, not, I, I, the way I was kind of phrasing it in my head it had something to do with the fact that, you know, like, why do I do this? Why do I push myself? And then, like, at the end of the day, I want all this, I would like my family's life to keep getting better or whatever and be able to move to Mount Horeb and all of this stuff. But, like, it, it, so I don't think I'm in the wrong for, like, wanting to like because it was it had something to do with like you know how much are you working and are like and then like balancing like being a dad slash working yeah so that's the struggle for me and i was just you know i guess have you ever we kind of talked about it last year a little bit but like when you are doing this stuff like what's the end goal why are you doing it why like what's what do you why what's the why for it all um because because for you this is just a like this is it's hobby but it's business so like or you're kind of towing that line so why yeah the the recent phrase i've heard that resonated with me a little bit is passion and profit at what point are you doing it for passion or at what point are you doing it for profit are you trying to do it for a little bit of both and that's kind of where i'm at um i'm trying to have these builds these because I'm designing them and I'm taking work that only I want to do. So there's a passion there. Um, there's a process there that I want to do, you know, whatever. Um, and I'm trying to be profitable at the end of it. And and I have been. I definitely have had work in the past that that I was profitable. Rebuilding a barn, you know, was was profitable, but it was... <laughs> the passion started to dwindle towards the end of the project. Sure. That's for sure. So scale is, is my biggest thing right now, but I do it because it, it, it gets me away from, you know, not that I don't love my full-time job, but it gets me away from that gets me away from the daily. Um, and just with my shift schedule, it, it, it's like my after work weekend hobby. I just get to do it during the week on my days off. If that kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, well, and, and something I found too is there's not a lot of people that are in the community that I, that I've come across anyways, that are like, like, for example, they're not construction workers and then also going out and building pole barns or whatever. Yeah. It seems like it's always that like, they're getting away from a desk job. They're getting away from a plant job. And so for me, for me, the challenge, I guess, is like this, I'm in it. I'm doing the thing that I am here to talk about. And that's why what I'm, what I do every day. So I don't know what's my get away from it. Or maybe I, I, I don't really feel like maybe that's coffee roasting for me. Right. So I don't, I, I still enjoy what I'm doing and I like, and that's my why is I, it's still a, I like coming to work and doing it. And that's good. I mean, that's why, why would you want to put yourself in your own business and dread coming to work and being a, you know, a, a trinket puncher or something, you know? Right. Um, and, and, you know, for me, long-term that's, this is either going to be a profitable side business or, and, or a future, future thing for you know retirement or like supplemental income is kind of what what i'm going after but in the end um i can i can pivot and just turn it back into a hobby if it's not working out and and uh whatever sure matt's birdhouse is on uh just off of main street is is about ready to to take off <laughs> so yeah i i think the I don't know. I just was thinking about that the other day is like, I was, I was kind of getting scolded through social media about how, you know, your, how I, how I was being gone and working these odd hours. And I was like, Oh, but at the same time, like the reason I'm working these odd hours is to try to make sure that my, my kids can, you know, I, I, I guess, well, here's another question for you. We all want to level up, right? Like I, my house is fine. My house is built in 2000. Like I, it's a nice house, but like what, so why do I want to, to leave that house and go to a different community? Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things where 
why do you want more? And like, does that make you who you are? And I think that's who, that's just who I am is I want more. And I don't think I'm, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with me for wanting more, but maybe, you know, I got to once in a while step, step back and think like, have, a, if is me wanting these more, more and the things I'm doing to want more, is that, uh, causing me to, you know, take away time from my kids that my kids would be able to like be remembering like oh dad i mean but even then it's not like i get don't get home and turn it into wrestlemania with the with the kids here so i don't know speaking of wrestlemania you just are you done breaking up dog fights yet oh my gosh i don't know what that was all about but (laughs) somebody took the wrong toy sorry that's all right i was just i was just saying that um you know does my drive to keep going and does that balance of like between being away from my kids and does that make it wrong? And I was like, I, I mean, if maybe if I, when I got home, I wasn't spending time with them, that might be the case, but I, we do quite a bit of rough housing when we get home. Yeah. It balance. It's all balance. And I, we left off last year with, with my ambition to improve, you know, the more business formal side of, of my stuff. And I actually have, some stuff lined up next week to get started with that a little bit better. Um, and so I'm, I'm trying to like, it's still good. All the work is still going to be, have to be done by me, but maybe I can streamline the backside of the business a little bit better and be better organized. So like bookkeeping type of thing, or what do you mean? Yeah. Um, just that. And, and try to have that adjust your workload here at home, right? Cause like if I technically I should be working and I work long hours and work out at the farm or at the shop till late at night. And then I need really need to come home and do some office work. And I, I don't really do that part because when I come home, I need to be home with, you know, my family. Right. Um, so I'm trying to do a little bit better with that and, and trying to, provide a little bit different or better balance with work, work pleasure and being home. Sure. But it'll also help. Hopefully someday in the future, I can be where all my stuff is. Right. The, well, then, the commute time is what kills you. You got windshield. I mean, what is your windshield time on a day where you go from your house to the farm to your house? Uh, It's like 60 miles, 60 some miles from shop door to door shop to, shop to the so house. at a minute at a minimum you're in the you're you're driving an hour yeah in that day right yeah so yeah yeah you next week next week i'll be out there monday through friday so that'll be that'll be two hours each day sure at whatever time i get there and whatever time i quit you know i just work i work i don't have set hours i work until the work's done right so do we just yeah, have a, a do we just have a uh New Year's resolution conversation without having a New Year's resolution conversation? Well, we, I mean, I admitted it at the end of last show. And I'm yeah, not admitting that's anything. Kinda, that's just my goal. It's not a resolution. That's just my initiative. I had an a, a employee meeting at the table last week, I took notes, and that was one of the, one of the uh, things I noted for this year. Hey, so speaking of business, obviously I keep seeing, and maybe you've come across a final answer on this, and I guess I could also do the Google, but this, what is it, BMI stuff? Have you looked into that at all with this, your LLC? Because you're an LLC, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So don't we have to do, we have to fill out some sort of, here, I'm going to go, this is good podcasting, but I'm going to pull it up here. But I keep seeing. Yeah, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. What is it? Christy Steinman. Uh, Twisted Twine. She will, or Christy Steinman. Her Twisted Twine is her, um, is her maker profile. But she is also a a um, CPA, and you can go right to her um, Instagram profile, and she just covered it. Uh, there okay. in her reels every Tuesday, she covers business, small business things, and she she covered it in detail. So it's not as scary as that they're making it out because the the one no. guy he's a fearmonger on 
Instagram because he's like $500 a day. And I'm like, okay, but what no one, no one from the federal government has sent me an email, a letter right. or anything. So like, how are they going to come at me and for $500 a day? Yeah. Oh, she tells you all about it. All right. It's, well, it's just no a point. thing. And it's gotten around our world a little bit on our phones. So we're aware of it. Um, if you go to the website, it's a federal government confusing website, at least looking at it. But if you're established, you have until next year. There is a time. And you can get fined if you don't get it done by then. You just have sure. to enter more information. Is there any money involved? No. Okay. I don't believe so. I'll have but to look into that. It's kind of like the state. Like, you just got to jump on for 10 minutes and just input your business info. You know? It is wild to me how much red tape this... that I mean... I not to jump in politically at all, but good gravy. Like enough with the stuff, people. The government, get out of here. I like know. you don't need to regulate every piece of everything, but apparently they do. Well, and not to not to be put on the radar by any government, but I feel that they just put maybe if we the small guys feel it a little bit more than the bigger people because we have to you're doing do it work. all. And we yeah. also have to jump through all these hoops. Right. And they could probably just hire people to do that. But it's just like, I'm just trying to just do a thing here. And I'm right. trying to be responsible and be on the up and up. I'm trying to get my books in order. So when you knock on my door, you can, right. You can, you know, like, but it just takes time. Yeah. I um, just, I, I have had, so at the end of the year, every year I get this little note. I'm sure you get the same thing about, filing with the i don't know you gotta you just you just always just file with this file with that and i don't know red tape can kma well i mean i gotta go change the load of wash money right now anyway pretty soon but you know it's not yeah. it's not like it's like i'm trying to run a side gig although i guess people do Try to well, I think I think they're trying to get they're trying to catch the people that are coming and they're they're cleaning yeah like you said they're pretty much cleaning the money and or getting it so it's tax free and all that stuff so I guess I, if you have if you don't have enough fish to fry you got to go find some more fish right um, and that's kind of like you were saying earlier that everybody wants to grow you kind of you always have that next goal in mind and. And hopefully with time and money and hard work, you achieve that. And that's about the only thing I can show for right now. Yeah. But. Well, I got the itch real bad this last week to start or last two weeks. I've been, I've been pretty itchy to, to start. I don't know if I want to flip houses or flip anything, or if I want to just do like a rental property that's already in good shape. I was talking to, Joe Rogan Kyle about this a little bit. Apparently he's got a property on his farm and he, it came with the property and he was able to rent it out and use the, maybe he doesn't want all the details out there, but um, just basically using long-term rental stuff. But I, I don't know. I've always had the itch to do short-term rental, like uh, Airbnb stuff. And then that's my way of getting some property up North because I've always had a desire to do, like to have something up so you can say like, I'm going up North. Yeah. One of those. It is a, I, I think it's everywhere. I know some of those guys out there on the East coast, they talk about getting North, North in New York state. And yeah. Illinois loves coming into Wisconsin. Yeah. Where do, where do people up North go though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> do they just stay there? Hey, they just get ornery when everybody shows up. Pretty much. <laughs> we, went, we went up to, to Eagle river probably two years ago now. And it is a ghost town up there until like the first, what is it? What's the first holiday holiday? Is that Memorial day? Yeah. Memorial day. And they, and then apparently that's when everything opens back up, but like it's a ghost town until then. So we were up there just prior to ghost, like when it was kind of going to go hard. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there wasn't, I mean, all the, like the little seasonal summer shops aren't open and, it's a cool place, but it's there wasn't much to to do because of it, it wasn't ready yet. And you know, down here, this this is May, was it or April? One of the two. Um, we were up there, and 
the the lakes had just had the ice out. So like it was it was the water was freezing cold. Like, but down by us, it was nice. It was like in the upper fifties, low sixties. So like spring is coming. Yeah. Or had, had come, but yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things that, I, so for me, speaking of goals is like, that's one thing that I'm interested in really been interested in doing. Well, as of right now, I have plenty of time and money to spend at the shop. So <laughs> I yeah. guess I'll just you keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, you're not going north. No, although I can I can recommend because there's some guys at work that you know have the north thing. You need to if you're going to have a lawn to maintain, and I know how you are about your lawn. You're going to want it like two hours away, so you can I, go so mow actually, the lawn in a yes. weekend. And you're not, right. You're right. I, I the consideration for me is actually between an hour to an hour and a half away. Okay. That's the because I don't. I, if I have to do that stuff, and I, there's a guy here in town that he owns some prop, rental property that him and I will chew the fat once in a while. And he was talking about that same sort of thing. Like he didn't have a garbage person. So he's going up, running up there once a week to do yeah. the garbage, mow the lawn. And no. I'm sure it can be a bit of a hassle, but um, I don't know. You don't know what you don't know until, and then maybe once you know it, you don't like it so much. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Always see have something plaguing your time and money. Yeah, I I don't know. I just always have like an entrepreneurial itch to do something a little bit more. And I don't know if that'll ever change in me or not. I don't think it should. I I mean, not to deep dive into that in the last 10 minutes here, but I think that's what, going back to what you said earlier, that's what keeps you going. That's what keeps you striving. And and if you got that in you, that's, there's no stopping you. Right. You know, there's a, there's a good friend of mine who, when he came into, into, you know, like I didn't know this kid. He came into the fire department. He always was an entrepreneur. He had all these bigger plans, and he kind of was going hand, side by side with fire department stuff and and his own desires. And he took that to a path of million dollar budgets and employees and and a, a booming business. So did he dip out of fire department all together? Oh, yeah, yeah, he came to us as like an intern, you know, so he's sure. right out of high school and he just always had that in him and he kept it going and he just, that's that's the path he went and he's, it's crazy how successful he's been from where he came from with, you know, just a neighborhood lawnmower and snowplow guy yeah. to a major, major business. That's cool. So you just need that, need that in you, but it takes takes time and pressure and constant so. anything so here's i mean again not to not to go too crazy in the last little bit here but so for me another part of me is like i always want to keep learning yeah. so i've thought about going back to school for some stuff have is that anything that's on your radar i mean you don't really need to for what you're doing right michael i never went outside in the seventh grade for recess because i always had late homework <laughs> she made me sit inside and watch the kids outside. No, I'm not going back to school. But what yeah. I, I am doing is I'm always going to push skill set. I'm always going to push boundaries. I'm always going to push new ways of doing things and and maybe put those into my my workflow, much like this. Make what you fear project. Right. You know, this is something that I saw. It interested me. I thought oh, I could. I could do that and saw things come my way over the course of time. And, and I was going to get to this project, but it was in no way a current future idea. But now this prompt is going to push me to just try it. You know, I got nothing to lose right now. I have low, low financial input. It's just going to take time to figure out how it all works. There's going to be accepted failure, which is part of the process. But in the end, hopefully, in the end, I might get another process, another, you know, wow factor element into my work. And that's sure. all the learning that comes with that. Makes um, sense. We can, you want to end the, you want to end the, the show on a, on a quote? Sure. Ha hammer out. Hammer down. This is, do you follow Jimmy DeResta? 
I do not, but I feel like I've heard that name before. But he anyways, fire away. He's you want to talk about a guy looking to just expand and explore skills. This is the guy. And then comes with the knowledge. Not to go back into that topic. Jimmy Dressa at one time said, and I don't know if he got it from somebody or if this is his own mindset, but I quote, it's quoted from him. Uh, do what you want, when you want, how you want to do it with limited opinions. Nice. Just do it. Yeah. Just do whatever you got going on. Do whatever you plan on doing and just do it. What do you got to lose? It's coming, man. I got, and there's other stuff too, like the social media stuff is just, that's a whole nother animal. So it that's, is. I'm working on that next is this, is that piece. But yeah, it's, we can talk about it for an hour, but then it's time to go do it. Yeah, exactly. And me too. I, the social media aspect, I really jumped hard on it and I, I got a good following and I'm maintaining it, but I'm not really pushing hard on social media to, to do that. But, at some point, it takes away from your work, and For I sure. just want to just get back to work. And I'll post what I'm doing, keep people engaged, but I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to spark a, a fire in the social media realm of what I'm doing or get you know engagement and make supplemental income just from that. I'd rather make supplemental income making stuff. Sure. So. Yeah, I think that's and that's also like where things kind of come to a crossroads as well, like. Are you because you were talking about passion or profit? Well, then you got passion or following. I, I don't have another P for following, but like yeah. it's what are you what are you doing it for? You know, are you doing it to because you love it? Or are you doing it to get people to follow you so you can then make profit on your following? So like it's there's there's so much to the to the to the puzzle, and all I got right now is the outside edges. Yeah, well, that's the best part. Right. Corners and straight lines. Got to get the corners. Love that. (laughs) When's the last time you did a puzzle? I actually do like puzzles. I do. It engages my mind. Yeah. And I, I can see details like that. Well, that I, my mother is a big puzzle puzzler. So yeah. Always a permanent puzzle. What's the the biggest puzzle you've ever done? Oh, I don't know. I've never done like those those crazy ones. Whatever ones you can buy in the box. Sure. You know, but they're not the size of a pizza. You know, the 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 puzzle sizes aren't the size of a Rocky Rococo super slice. <laughs> <laughs> those save those for my daughters. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So all right. Well, let's go do her. Let's let's like you said, just go out and do it and uh get out of here. So you, sir, uh give them your social medias, even though we're not focusing on the social medias uh first through construction and i just sparked off my i'm back on facebook on my public profile i've been off the grid for 10 years or so so you can follow me anywhere on facebook myself first through construction instagram i mean i'll say the youtube thing again but (laughs) It, I, that's gonna be part. Hey, just just easy, buddy, because like that's how, that's part of my where I'm going with some stuff, and I All just right. I, can, I can help you out with that. I know the guy that you might know is me. Okay, I'm gonna help you out. But uh, one thing we've never pushed, and I'd like to just see if we can get it out there. But if you are listening to the podcast, if you wouldn't mind giving us a little bit of a review and let us know how we're doing, we've been at it now for a while, and I think we've gotten better. Uh, but yeah, if you don't mind giving us a little review, that'd be nice and. Or a little rating and let us know. Maybe we'll even read a couple of them out if we ever, excuse me, if we ever get any out there. Yeah. And our parameters for this podcast really haven't changed for this year. We're going to do it every other week, but don't expect it on a certain day of the week. It's whenever we can get together and have right. this chat and, and our timing is, is flex just like everybody. So yep. you'll get it and we'll, we'll keep you going with what's going on and, if you got anything you'd like to hear about, I personally have information, Mike, that people want to hear more about what you do. I know. I'm getting it. I got there. You got the little, you got the little, the video. I showed a video. Yeah. It was my video yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That That's true too. Well, I got to be here in the building to be able to make a video. So that's this week. I'm ready. I'm primed. Let's get going. I did get a question the other night, last night from, from somebody who is a machinist. He's like, were you standing at a hostel? 
machine. Did I see that yeah. on your story? I said, yeah, <laughs> that you saw that, but it was a spoof. Like you didn't, yeah. <laughs> maybe you didn't catch that whole part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can put you to work. We can put you to work, Sutter. <sighs> I got so much more knowledge and skills than that. Yeah. All right. Knowledge <laughs> and skills. Let's get out of here. So for Matt Sutter, I'm Michael Cleary. This has been the Oak and Steel podcast. Oak and Steel out. See you then.